Welcome to episode eight of the A Show here on CKCC Radio. Matt Dermine, Chris Decker here with you as always. Once again, losers of the show. <laughs> I fucking barely lost. I lost in the yeah. last day. I was leading at one point. And then Jason um, from Not Another Sports Podcast somehow overtook us. I mean, he had a good card. We all had really solid cards, so yeah, it's okay. So now we move on to something completely different. We go from 1989 NWA to oh 1995, God. the new generation of the World Wrestling Federation. This, and we is, only, no. this is only What's six that? years. This is only six years. It just turned to fucking toilet water. <laughs> like, like, holy fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, things are not good. In 1995 WWF, but we're going to, we're going to make it as good as we can because tonight we have representing the soon to be named network respectively. We have Tim, not the tool man, Taylor and Adam Van. Welcome gentlemen to the show. Welcome guys. Thanks. Great to be here. Absolutely. Thank you for the invite. We're glad to have you. And in the future, we will redo this group also with Brett from the Wednesday Night War podcast. He was unable to join us tonight. So 2000 WCW will come in the future. But tonight, Oh, that was his request. Yeah. Gotcha. And, and we don't want Brett to miss that because that is his thing. <laughs> I think we I'm all laid somebody's. <laughs> I think we all laid blame and claim to that equally. I think WCW 2000 has a spot in all of our hearts. We are, we're all going to be fighting over who gets to take Jindrak and O'Hare first overall. That's so true. That's so true. Like I'm, I'm half tempted to just take for my first round pick. I'm taking the entire stable of the natural born thrillers. Oh, that's <laughs> all of them. Fair. That is not fair. Can, can you but then I have to above figure out Sanders? Yeah, in, even Mike Sanders. Like I gotta. Mike Sanders was the figurehead of the Natural Born Thrillers. He was, he was the figurehead Mike. in a stable that's been the least exciting. <laughs> Mike twice. Sanders. Mike Sanders once went on TV with a laminated manager's license card, so he is always going to be <laughs> over in my book. And he did the 3.0, which Randy Orton stole, but does not call the 3.0. Yeah, he did the 3.0. So, gentlemen. Um, We'll allow you to introduce yourselves and provide some background to the listeners who may not know you. Uh, we'll go with Adam first. Okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, I'm, as you said, Adam Van. I am on the podcast At Odds with Wrestling on the soon-to-be-named network. I do that with Joe Sposto, who was on your show before, I believe, at least once. Wonderful guest. Yes. Uh, and uh, in addition to uh, basically... Having Joe carry me on the podcast, I also have Joe carry me occasionally on commentary. I, I did a couple shows uh, with the LVAC, as well as on Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium. All right. Welcome. And um, if you don't listen to Ad Odds with Wrestling, it's definitely a good listen. So make sure you check it out. Also a good listen are the shows that Tim does. Tim, take it away. Uh, already buttering me up. Uh, my name's uh, Tim Taylor, uh, not the tool man. Uh, across all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, if you care. If you're on TikTok, send me funny TikToks. I don't, I don't TikTok, but, uh, when I'm not, uh, wasting my time flipping through 60 second videos on TikTok and getting caught into weird fandoms, uh, I podcast with my best friend in the whole world, Marcus. 
in two podcasts, one on the soon to be named network called Final Wrestling Place, where we take the nouns of the world of professional wrestling, uh, the persons, places, things, and ideas, and we assign them arbitrary red points and green points, much like the NBC television show The Good Place, and put them in either The Good Place or The Bad Place. And our other podcast is on the North-South Connection. It's a live reaction podcast called Viewer's Choice where we take two sides of the uh, the same WWE, East, uh, WWE, AEW, or NXT pay-per-view of the current year and uh, determine whether or not it's innocent or guilty of being a good pay-per-view. And WrestleMania weekend is going to be very busy for your boy. <laughs> so and we're going to have the conversation about fucking Steve Allen now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was actually did. just gonna do that. I was gonna oh, say, to, to trust me, and I, I was ready to jump in. Okay, I mean, we we did discuss it. We did bring up everyone's uh, Festivus came early this episode of Final Wrestling Place, where we kind of aired people's grievances over at least the Good Place Eight uh, for <laughs> Mania Madness. We had, uh, of course, you guys trying to cape up for uh, Steve Allen, and then of Name course me one funnier segment in any WrestleMania than Steve Allen with the Bolsheviks. I mean, I again, it's always personal preference, but I think it is quite hilarious that Regis Philbin got measured for a casket while doing an interview. He was playing the piano in the shower. He said, "I don't take my tips from Ukraine." Oh, let's go. <laughs> I, I I don't know. <laughs> That Steve Allen bit fucking kills me every fucking time I see it. And he's like, hey, let's stop stalling. Let's go. If we had a round, if it was a round of 16, he'd have absolutely been there. But cuts had to be made. Uh, Joe was equally as upset about uh, Cindy Lauper not making the cut, which in retrospect, she probably should have made it and would have kicked Regis off the list anyways. But day late and a dollar short. That's why we do them. We'll, we got it next year. Uh, it's going to be uh, fun to see how the uh, two tournaments break out to see who makes the good place and bad place Hall of Fames. At least not in the bad place. Oh, no. Steve Allen, there's no way he's a bad placer. I mean, He's the inventor interview... of the pog, by the way, as long as <laughs> nobody knew that. Um, he is definitely the inventor of the pog, and Bart Simpson almost buys the Steve Allen pog. Yeah, he bought sacks on the beach instead. That was, that was a much better uh, choice. Um, but Steve Allen interviewing Rhythm and Blues about Honka Honka Honky Love, which is one of my favorite sagas in the history of WrestleMania. <laughs> the entire saga of Honka Honka Honky Love, how no one can actually figure out what the title is, so everyone says it differently each time. <laughs> um, how immediately Honky is like three <laughs> measures ahead of the music when he's singing. Like... And as we discussed on Twitter as well, the Mary Tyler Moore bit where Sean Mooney is like, I have questions. And she's like, I don't know who you are. And no one told me that I was going to be on TV. That is so true. <laughs> I've never seen someone who with so much uh, on-screen presence have absolutely no on-screen presence. <laughs> it's like, I'm just here. I'm a fan. Like, You've never seen me on TV. Make it after all, guys. <laughs> so... The rules for the draft are simple. We are going to take turns drafting from 1995 WWF. And after we are done drafting, we are going to build a card. And we are going to announce those cards on the air. Afterwards, you, the listener, 
We'll go to at the A show on CKCC on Twitter, and you will vote for who you think has the has the best card. Round seven is the wild card. Anyone that was active in the year 1995 can be drafted in the wild card. Also, if you draft a t- if you draft two wrestlers together as a tag team or as a stable, if you draft like a whole group together, you must use them together. You draft until you feel you have a full card. There's no set number of rounds. You just draft till you think you're done. Afterwards, after drafting is done, there's the stepdad's rule, which is you have a two-trade maximum. And then afterwards, we have the Jason D'Agostino rule, which states that you can sign unrestricted, undrafted free agents. Per the standard rules of the show, the guest goes first. Uh, it is my turn to draft before Decker, so I will draft third, and Decker will draft fourth. But Chris... How do you think we should decide which soon-to-be-named network representative goes first? That's easy. Uh, Adam, Tim, pick a number between 1 and 10. 7. 4. The answer was 3. Yes! Damn it! (laughs) So the draft order will be Tim, Adam, me, and then Decker. So with that said, there isn't a clock, but Tim, you are on the clock. With the first pick, the Taylor delegation will will happily draft the WWF champion and the uh, the Herald, the the major representative of the good place himself, Mister Kevin Nash Diesel. All right, the patron saint of the good place. That is right. Mm-hmm. See here's um, oh god. I'm sorry, that that is one rule I forgot to mention. Uh, You can draft somebody with a title that they held that calendar year. And we go to Adam, who I just cut off, and I apologize for that. No, it's all good. What I was going to say is uh, not only did Tim not just take the golden opportunity to claim the WWF championship for Diesel, which was kind of a, a dummy move, but he could have taken the world's greatest wrestler in the history of all wrestling as his tag team partner and got a free pick. So I will take the intercontinental champion, Shawn Michaels. Son of a bitch. All the titles are gone. So I absolutely wanted the first pick because I knew that if you had the first pick, you were going to take diesel from me and I didn't want that. So I was like, (laughs) number one, because I knew you were going to take the two dudes with attitude. And I was like, no, I have to get diesel. Like, whatever I have to do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you screwed the pooch, buddy. (laughs) No, I got the, I have, I have exactly the, uh, the right mindset for diesel, uh, on my card. So we're we're good. You won't be chasing the world title. I can tell you that unless, it lasts until it comes back around. Well, I mean, <sighs> maybe maybe Diesel's not going to be defending the title. Maybe Diesel's <laughs> going to be doing something else. Which would be really funny that you drafted him without the title. No, I drafted him with the title. Oh, well, no, he never I said that. that. You drafted him. Oh, he did say the WWF champion. So yeah. That means he drafted him with the title. Oh, yeah. I didn't catch that. All right. Yeah, I drafted him with the WWF championship. All right. Okay. You could have really stuck it to me and took Shawn Michaels as well and just had him carry Diesel's bags. I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not that mean. <laughs> I, I want. I, I want everyone to thrive in the gristle sandwich that is 1995 WWF. <laughs> <laughs> you also, either one of you, could have drafted 
Diesel or Shawn Michaels with their singles title. Actually, you could have drafted all the titles at once because they were also the tag champs. Mm-hmm. That Some was my plan. <laughs> Brutal. So, Brett is gone. Yes. Matt, you just picked Brett? Yes, I did. Okay. Unfortunately, uh, titleless. Mm-hmm. The first overall pick for myself is going to be the legendary Psycho Sid. Uh, okay. Okay. Absolutely. That's that's cool. So we're back mm-hmm. around Tim now. Round right. two. So with my next pick, I will take the WWF Tag Team Champions of Owen Hart and Yokozuna. Oh, you son of a bitch. Damn it. The best part about this podcast is that there's so much cursing. Because <laughs> after somebody does, everybody's always like, fucking God, yeah, you know. <laughs> I just wanted to sing Yoko's theme song when he came out. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, you could still do that for anybody. You could be like, coming to the ring, IRS. All right, I am going to take with my second pick, the ringmaster, Steve Austin. Okay, take the ringmaster off the list. And because Tim took Owen and Yoko, I now am put into the position where my second pick is going to need to be Hakushi. Oh, I knew he wasn't going to last. My second pick overall was a man that I knew now goes by initials. And I'm looking at his name. I was like, do they call him PLJ? And I'm like, no, that's wrong. <laughs> like, and for everybody that doesn't know where PLJ is a very famous New York radio station. I'm taking PCO. I'm taking John Pierre Lafitte. Okay. Bold move, Cotton. Mm-hmm. Let's hey, see how well, it works it out. Always, it always works out for me. Okay. Always. All right. So. Not PLJ. I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't expect this to. Um, I didn't expect this very situation to occur. Uh, so with my third pick, I'm taking the bad guy, Razor Ramon. Are you just taking everybody right before I take them? Son of a bitch. <laughs> like. <laughs> this is why you have to prepare. I would have I... sworn that. So literally, I have the top three guys on my draft board. I have my top two guys on my draft board. (laughs) And Chris threw out the red herring of saying the Undertaker. Nobody wants the Undertaker. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, I will take Dean Douglas. It's all going to make sense. Don't worry. It's all going to make sense. It's all going to make sense, you guys. I am going to take on his own. Skip. What? Fuck you. So you you left us with zip. That's bullshit. <laughs> It'll all make sense. <laughs> what the fuck am I gonna do with zip? I don't know. Draft. You know what? Zip. Right what I'm gonna do with zip. Bobby Donnas are gone. You know what? For my third pick, I'm picking Well Done. Oh, man. Timothy Well, Stephen Dunn. Well done. Okay. So, because I got uh, somebody who I didn't want, I think I have a little more flexibility to go get uh, somebody else. So, um, I am going to take the 
I'm going to take with the roadie Double J Jeff Jarrett. God Son damn of a it. bitch. With the roadie? Yes, with the roadie. The thing that you just ruined on my card? That's a bummer. <laughs> Can never be forgiven. <laughs> All right. Gross. I am going to take, as a tag team, not listed on the initial roster you submitted, but I found this on my own. At the time, 1995 Jobbers of the Stars, the Hardy Boys. They were on my list. Matt and Jeff Hardy. A very young, spry Matt and Jeff Hardy. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Since he's, since he's still there, I'm taking The Undertaker. And since he's still there, I'm taking Adam Bomb. Nice. And since... Top four guys. Yep, that's that's my th- uh, Undertaker rounded out my top four. So I think right now I'm going to. Do I want to go? I'm going to take. It's only fair. Actually, crap. I don't know if I want to go. I have so many ideas. He's his name's been thrown out, but I'm going to take it now. I'm going to take uh, Jimmy Del Rey and Doctor Tom oh. Richard, the Heavenly Bodies. Oh, last fucking knew it. All right, I am going to take as a tag team Billy Gunn, Bart Gunn with their manager Sonny. Since Sonny was left on the oh, table, that's when Sonny was the was the cowgirl. Yeah, my, my ten year old mind. Uh, that's a that's one of those forever things. Oh yeah, original <laughs> Adam Band special right there. Yeah, spank bank material. <laughs> I didn't jerk off in all ten. Absolutely not spank bank material. My next pick, um, <laughs> the, the makeshift tag team of Rad Radford and Man Mountain Rock. Oh, that is such a good team. <laughs> also not jerk off material. The man with the set on his tights. I'm taking Nikolai Volkov. I've got he does every, flip you now. I do flip. Uh, I've gotten I've gotten every single person I wanted on my top five so far. I'm so excited. Okay. So this is the start of round six. six. Uh, round six. It sounds round six, yes. Okay. So I am going to take Jerry the King Lawler. Oh, I think I had him lower. I'm just looking on my rankings here where I even have him to delete him. Oh, yeah, all the way at the bottom. All right. I, I'm going to go ahead and take – oh, man – all right, you know what? Every everybody needs a jobber. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, he was he was jobbing back then, yes. I am going to take the tag team of Fatu and Sion the Head Shrinkers. Oh, that's right, Sioni. That was um uh Barbarian. Yes. I saw that name and I was like, I don't know who that is, so I'm not gonna acknowledge that they exist. I, I think was- Sam I think Sam was hurt, so they brought the Barbarian in. Ah, gotcha. All right. My number six picks, my number six guy on my list here. Bring out the big guns. I'm taking Davy Boy Smith, the British Bulldog. Good pick. There we go. Nice. And now, wildcard, motherfuckers. Okay. So I have a question about the wildcard really quick. When I take my wildcard pick, can I partner them with somebody who's actively on the 95 WF roster? Yeah, we were talking. Yeah, okay, cool. All right. 
So with my wild card pick, I am taking the team of Lex Luger and Sting. Oh, good one. Oh, man. Damn. Pretty good. That's pretty good. For my wild card, you know, I am trying to garner votes here for the uh, eventual poll. And uh, at the end of the day, I'm just trying to get approval from my podcast dad. So for my wild card. <laughs> oh, my I, God. Oh, my I God. You're picking Raven, aren't you? Raven, Stevie Richards, accompanied by Beulah. <laughs> That's what you said. I'm like, oh, my God. You're the fucking Raven. <laughs> uh, knowing your podcast background, that makes so much sense. <laughs> With my wild card, I am taking, with the ECW television title, Eddie Guerrero. Oh, that's, that's pretty good, too. Um, I'm just taking New Jack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. It um, was going to be the gangsters, but I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> nice. Uh, with pick number eight, I'm going to take... The one two three kid and Bob Spark plug Bob Spark plug Holly. Oh, I was hoping that was gonna get forgotten. Damn it! I am going to take with the eighth pick, Bam Bam Bigelow. All right. Start working, guys. With my eighth pick, I'm going to take Troy and Travis Techno Team 2000. Damn it! That was the next tag team I was gonna pick. I didn't even know who they were. I deleted them from my list because I didn't know who Troy and Travis were. As soon as I saw the names, I go, this is definitely Techno Team 2000. Uh, I am picking Savio Vega as my next pick. Nice. Uh, let me get Travis and Troy off this list. I love how I ranked Travis, but not Troy. That's <laughs> 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 I don't know if that's indicative. Was Troy Eric Watts or was Troy? I was going to say, which one was Eric Watts? I have no idea. So with my next pick, I am – let me double check here. I believe I'm going to take the WWF Women's Champion, Alundra Blaze. Okay, there you go. Yes. All right, I'm going to take with my ninth pick, Mr. Perfect. Are we doing him commentary, or is he just going to be a uh, – uh, you can just have him competing? Do I have to reveal that? Yeah, oh. you would You would say who your commentary team is. All right, he is going to be competing. He uh, cashed out that uh, the insurance cup policy. He's good to go. Oh, the Lloyds of London is gone now? Yep, yep, he there bought it now. <laughs> All right, with my next pick, I'm going to take, with his manager, Ted DiBiase, King Kong Bundy. I was so worried you're gonna pick the guy that I want to pick three from now. <laughs> Where do I have Bundy at? Bundy and Bundy. Did I not put Bundy on here? I guarantee I put Bundy on here, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't do it." All right, never mind. Okay, my next pick is gonna be Ahmed Johnson from Pearl River, Georgia. Pearl River, Georgia, Miss- Mississippi. Pearl River, Mississippi. Sorry, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I picked 95 WWF, and I'm like, okay, I got to know everything, I guess. <laughs> uh, look, I've been, I'm the guy who's been calling the 
the Miller Lite Catfight Girls, the Bud Light Catfight Girls for two weeks on podcasts. It's <laughs> Oh, boy. I know. It's really great. So that match is gone. That's gone. Um, With my next pick, I'm going to take the gatekeepers of the bad place, Jacob and Eli Blue. Ooh. Are you taking him with Dutch Mantel? Uh, no. Sans Uncle Zebekiah. Sans <laughs> Uncle Zebekiah. They don't deserve, they don't deserve <laughs> Dirty Dutch. Actually, actually, now that I think about it, I will put them with Dirty Dutch. I will <laughs> take Uncle Zebekiah. I was going to say, because I would pick him up as an unrestricted free agent for Savio Vega. Yep. Alright, so for my 10th pick, I'm gonna take Gold Dust. That is a good pick. That is a very good pick. I thought he was gonna go much earlier. With my next pick, I am going to take... There is not much left. How dare um, you. Avatar's real upset at you for saying that. Well, I'm gonna take Avatar then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Threaten him with a good time. <laughs> My number 10 pick is Rick Martell. All right. Um, I'll just lock this down. Uh, my next pick is Bull Nakano. Okay. Makes sense. My show, yeah. my show needs... Somebody, uh, some big meaty men slapping meat. So I am going to take just Mabel for Men on a Mission. So the makeshift tag team of Zip and King Mo. <laughs> or King Mo is an MMA guy. Does it go by King Mo? He was Sir Mo. Sir Mo. Sir Mo. <laughs> King Mo is the, the MMA guy. Yep. So Zip Mo. <laughs> I am going to take Aldo Montoya. You say all brightly, that's a good thing. Well, yeah, well, I was, I remember I was upset that you, when you took Bundy, I was like, you're going to take the guy three from now, and I still got him. Um, I'm going to take the American turncoat to Tonka. All right. So it's, it's me, and we are in the thick of the gristle. <laughs> I see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Oh, God, there's only 16 guys left. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, big gristle sandwich. Um, so I am going to take uh, the Supreme Fighting Machine, comma. I thought he was gone already. Who took comma? No one took comma. Oh, my bad. Nobody took comma. Sorry. He simply let us know that comma was available. Yes. Uh, all right. I'm going to take somebody on commentary. I'm going to go Gorilla Monsoon on commentary. Solo. Oh, I, I, I can pick him as a team. I thought I had to pick my commentary team so, uh, individually. No, I can pick his team. Okay. Uh, McMahon and Gorilla. Okay. My apologies. Okay. No problem. I am going to take on commentary the team of Jim Ross and... Bob Backlund. <laughs> nice. Oh, 
that will be invigorating. <laughs> I think I used that word right. No, you did, but oh, I don't know God. if you meant to. I definitely meant to. It just it doesn't happen very often. I'm taking oh, 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 I'm gonna take the bushwhackers. All right. I will need to take a commentary team, I feel, here. So I will take the team of Todd Pettengill. <laughs> Speaking of PLJ. Uh, Todd Pettengill and James E. Cornette. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, all right. It'll all make sense in the end. Uh, I take Doink the Clown. My literal next pick. I'm going to take Waylon Mercy. I'm going to take from my commentary team the team of Doc Hendricks and IRS. Nice. <laughs> wow. I like the conflicting styles right there. Mm-hmm. Not as good as Dick Victory last week, but. I'm going to take Dr. Isaac Yankum DDS. Oh, man. I'm going to go. Damn it. <laughs> Yo. Is Henry Godwin still available? Sure is. Yeah. I'm taking Henry Godwin, damn it. Oh, fuck me. Can I, not do that? I can plug my laptop in because I'm stupid and I'm plugged oh. it. Oh no. No! No! Hold! We're all, we're all set. We're all set. Yeah. Hold! Alright, we're good. With my last pick, because I forgot to draft him with Taker and I don't want him to go as an unrestricted free agent, I'm going to take Paul Bearer and I'm done. I ain't done. All right. Uh, Henry Godwin's gone. All right. I'm taking the dumpster. Duke Drossy. Nice. I will take Marty Janetti. By my count, there's one, two, three, four guys left. I am going to say that I'm good. I, I'm for done. My, for my next pick, picking Barry Horwitz. And with my last picks... I will take the tag team of Chaz Warrington and Glenn Ruth. Wow. Well, there's three guys left. <laughs> uh, the, un- the unrestricted free agents will either be Mantar, Steve Lombardi, and Quang. Well, also, Mo. Oh, um, oh and Mo Zip. Right. Mo <laughs> Zip. Zip Mo. Mo, Mo Zip, Bertha Fay, and Harvey Whippleman also currently undrafted, they'll be unrestricted free agents. We'll open the floor up for trades. Yeah, because I'm done. I'm not picking any of those guys. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I am always willing to trade. Who here is willing to wheel and deal? I don't know. I'm kind of happy with what I got. I'd listen to offers, but... Uh... All right. I'm going to run mine down just to, just to, uh, to start up the process. I have Sid... Jean Le- Jean Pierre Lafitte, the Jean Pierre Lafitte, uh, well done, Adam Baum, Nikola Volkov, uh, Bulldog, Savio, Ahmed Johnson, Rick Martel, Tatanka, the Bushwhackers, Duke Drosy, and Barry Horowitz. Anybody for any of these? Who wants the dumpster? <laughs> I, I think I'm good on that. Who wants the dumpster? I, I think you're wrong. <laughs> I will trade you gold dust for the British Bulldog. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Mm. 
if you throw a jobber in there, I'd be willing. Mm. Bulldog's heavy hitter. Bulldog uh, was going for the heavyweight title in '95. Gold? Gold Dust was only IC. I know, but I don't have the heavyweight title on my roster, so was it? You could still have an A house show. Yeah, this is so I, good. Tell me your jobbers. Tell me the jobbers. Oh, uh, see, they're not jobbers in my mind. I present them all <laughs> as top guys. Uh, I Let's guess the bottom, space, space. the bottom of my card is Doink the Clown and Henry Godwin. Hmm. But oh. I kind I kind of have plans for them, so. No, I think uh, I would only do it straight up. You would only do it straight up. Gold dust for uh, Bulldog. I don't think that's a good trade. Fair enough. Like, Bulldog, like, I'd be willing Bulldog. Bulldog's good, but again, Bulldog was fighting Shawn Michaels at In Your Houses in 1995. Yeah. You know, um, Gold dust was not there yet. He had just debuted. I, I'll throw in Doink the Clown. <sighs> that sounds good. Yeah, I think that's fair. Babyface doink. What the hell am I going to do with babyface doink? Turn him heel. He's a heel. Yeah, but why? <laughs> because <laughs> you need a heel? What? I got the American turncoat Tatanka here. That's I got true. I got Nikolai Volkov. I got Adam Bomb here. Hmm. I was going to say, can we, can we get in a, th- a three-way trade with anybody? Be willing to wheel and deal here. Uh, well, I... I was going to say, here's my roster real quick. Uh, okay. If anybody wants to throw anything out there, I have Shawn Michaels as the IC champ, the ringmaster, Dean Douglas, the Hardy Boys, the Smoking Guns with Sonny, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Raven Stevie Richards and Beulah. My God, my roster's stacked. Bam Bam Bigelow, <laughs> Mr. Perfect, Goldust, Mabel, the commentary team with McMahon and Monsoon, Doink, and Henry Godwin. I'll give you straight up Bulldog for Bam Bam. Nope. Please. <laughs> Please, Bulldog was way more over than Bam Bam. Yeah, I'm working on something here. What? You, so, you know. What would it take to get the smoking guns off of you, Adam? Oh, I don't know. That'd be tough. You can keep Sunny. I just want. I just want Billy and Bart. I would straight up trade you the smoking guns for the one, two, three kid and Bob Holly. I passed on the one, two, three kid and Bob Holly. Give us uh, your one, roster. two, three, kid, and Bob Holly would do, do well here. Are you a fan of the Bushwhackers? I mean, I I can give you my roster. Really yeah, quick. let's run down your roster. Uh, I got Marty Jannetty, Isaac Ingham, DDS, Kama, Bull Nakano, one, two, three, kid, and Bob Holly, Jerry Lawler, Lex Luger, and Sting, Chaz Wellington, and Glenn Ruth, uh, Alundra <laughs> Blaze, the Heavenly Bodies, Jeff Jarrett with the Roadie. Owen Hart and Yokozuna, uh, Jacob and Eli Blue with Uncle Zeb, Razor Ramon, and Diesel. Well, yeah, Bob I'm Holly sure. one two three kid is something I'm looking at. Yeah, I would certainly say you're not going to talk about Diesel. You're not going to talk about Razor Ramon. Uh, I would assume Yoko Owen are off the table. Um, I might talk Razor. Whoa! Does mm. the name Adam Bomb do anything for you? <laughs> <laughs> um, Sid does. Sid's my first overall pick. Well, that was your choice. <laughs> okay, okay. We can do Sid for Razor, but I want some comp picks here, motherfucker. Like, what, like, what, what comp, like, in, in a draft I'm not in? You give me one two, <laughs> Sid and Bob Holly and Razor, I can give you Sid and the Dumpster. I might even go Billy Gunn, Bark Gunn, I keep Sonny, and you can have them for Razor. 
And you want one, two, three, kid and Bob Holly? Not me. Not I, I, you. Yeah. Yeah, I want I want one, two, three, kid and Bob Holly. This might I'm, be the this might be the three way trade somewhere. Okay. All right. Hold on. Okay. I want one, two, three, kid and Bob Holly, but I'm not going to give them up for Sid. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who else you had. Ahmed. Ahmed. Come on. Would you give Would you give up Ahmed Johnson? Ahmed for one, two, three, and Bob Holly. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a good trade. Okay, all right. Yeah, go ahead, Ahmed. See ya. Wouldn't want to be you. Okay, cool. One, two, three, Bob Holly making deals, making deals. All right, so I still got Razor. You know what? I I I need a strong tag team. I'm gonna have to stick with Gun and Gun. Okay, I'm I'm pulling the deal. Um, so my lineup, in case anyone is interested in in dealing over here, yeah. I have Brett, Hakushi, Skip, Undertaker, Rad Radford, and Mount Mountain Rock as a tag team. <laughs> which I am so... Bu- okay, wait a minute. Who has Jarrett and the Roadie? I do. What do you think of the Head Shrinkers? It's not the same without the I need I need Jeff Jarrett, man. Uh, you are denying my country against rock match. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, the Head Shrinkers, I have Eddie Guerrero, Techno Team 2000, Bundy with DiBiase, Avatar, Aldo Montoya, Jim Ross and Bob Backlund on commentary, Waylon Mercy, and Paul Bearer. Uh, I'd be willing to talk Bundy and uh, DiBiase. See, I have them in the spot where I had Sid. Oh. <laughs> Shit. Uh, and I'm guessing Hakushi is pretty uh, prevalent, too. Hakushi is pretty prevalent, yeah. Okay. Though, I can be flexible on this because, actually, that could also work. Uh, no, I don't know. What about Hakushi what the... about Hakushi for Bulldog? Uh, okay, okay, okay. Though. Maybe Hakushi Rick Martel? No, that does nothing for me. Right. The, the, my only real selling point is probably Bulldog for Hakushi. I don't know. Hakushi, the one I have planned for Hakushi is going to be really, really good. Ugh. I think, I think I'm out of the trades then. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with what I got. All right. Well, Tim, are you going to stand firm? Um, yeah, because I think I might have accidentally screwed myself. <laughs> <laughs> what, by getting rid of one, two, three, and Bob Ollie? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Because, like, I thought that the other deal was going to work out. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you were assuming that I was going to give you the smoking guns? Yeah. All right. You know what? I feel bad for you, Tim, and I like you. I will go ahead and still do that deal then. If you want to do the smoking guns without Sonny, uh, I will take Razor Ramon. Okay. Just so that I don't want to screw you. It's bad enough that, you know, I'll have a terrible show. I don't want every. I don't want both of us to have a terrible show. Okay. That's so I fair. Will, I will put Razor on my roster. So, Chris. Yeah. What do you think of Taker for Sid? No. Okay. Yeah. That's just me not being a fan of Taker. So. Fair enough. Uh, this is going to be ugly. Oh, yeah. This is what we get for doing 1995. <laughs> I don't so, know. My, my roster is like a who's who. 
<laughs> we'll see. So, while we try to make chicken salad out of chicken shit, uh, listen to these ads from some other podcasts, and we'll be right back with you here on CKCC Radio. It's the A-Show. It's the most successful independent wrestling promotion of this generation. It's the place where the stars of today made their name. Now get the inside story of Ring of Honor from those that lived it with an honorable mention. Join Ring of Honor alumni Shane Hagedorn and his co-host Jeff Schwartz as they break down a classic Ring of Honor event every Tuesday and get the -the behind-the-scenes scoop and inside stories that you won't hear anywhere else. An honorable mention available every Tuesday on your favorite podcast platform. For exclusive bonus content, plus early ad-free access to every show, check out patreon.com slash anhonorablepod. Hi, this is Anthony from the IWEP Network. We're a collection of weekly podcasts that vary in all different types of topics. We can be found on all social media, as well as any podcast or music app that you may use, as well as YouTube. We go live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch every Friday and Sunday. Here's a lineup of our five shows that you may be interested in. Interviews with Everyday People. Interviews and conversations on a positive note and just getting to know each other. Everyone has a story. Bangin' Beers podcast, beer reviews, hanging out with some friends, and much more. Truth behind illusion. Are you into ghosts, monsters, conspiracy theories, and more? Then this show will be for you. Tornado Tag Podcast. Pro wrestling stories, news, and show reviews. We love supporting indie wrestling, so come check us out. Not Cool in High School Podcast. A pop culture show where we cover movies, television, comic books, and video games. A weekly topic. So come hang out with us. We would love to hear from you. Follow us on all social media, and we'll see you soon. Hey, friends. Chris O'Mealy here. And if you're into nerd culture like I am, then you'll love my show, The Nerd Table, airing every Monday morning at 7 a.m. on the CKCC radio channel. Eric Flores, Dan Peck, and myself discuss everything from movies, TV shows, video games, music, sports, and more while we tell hilarious stories, interview interesting people, and just have fun conversations about the things we enjoy. Check us out every Monday at 7 a.m. on CKCC Radio. And if you're a fan of The Simpsons, CKCC Radio delivers the Stupid Sexy Podcast every Friday evening as Dan Peck and I review every episode of The Simpsons ever. All this and many other great shows can be found on CKCC Radio. Listen to us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. I'm Jason. And I'm David, and we're the hosts of the Non-North Sports Podcast, where the home of sports talk for everyone. Join us bi-weekly as we talk about the happenings in sports. You can find the Non-North Sports Podcast on Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. And we're back here on the A-Show on CKCC Radio. Matt and Chris hanging out with Tim Taylor and Adam Van, uh, joining us from the soon-to-be-named network, uh, their respective podcasts that air... Friday morning and Monday morning or Sunday. I listen to it on Monday while I'm working. So <laughs> Monday's at midnight, but whenever you get it, I, I don't care when you listen, just as long as you do listen. That's all. That's the only yeah, our, rule. Our show comes out whenever Joe's done editing it. So it's out of my hands. <laughs> it's usually like really late. Like I sometimes catch it before I go to bed. Cause I'm usually a night owl. So it usually drops like eleven, eleven thirty on a Thursday. Yeah, because I live dangerously. Yeah, he has to edit out all the times he calls me Todd. So uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's only once or twice or seventy three times. No big deal. 
So we are now going to present our 1995 WWF cards, and we always go in draft order. So, Tim, you were the first pick. You are the first to present your card, so go right ahead. Sweet. So this event is uh, it's a house show, uh, the Saturday before In Your House 2 uh, in, uh, at the Mid-South Coliseum in Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, okay. Uh, of course, Todd Pettengill and Jim Cornette, uh, there for doing commentary for, uh, WWF home video. And, uh, before, uh, the festivities start, uh, a processional that is well heard, uh, and well known for everyone, uh, in attendance as, uh, Jerry the King Lawler makes his way down the aisle in full regalia and, uh, makes his way around the, the ring towards the announce table to sit in and do guest commentary uh, for the festivities for the evening. Um, which leads us to match one, which is uh, Billy and Bart the Smoking Guns taking on Dr. Tom Pritchard and Gigolo Jimmy Del Rey, the Heavenly Bodies. Okay. Uh, a good one. A hotly contested uh, 12-ish minute match, uh, which sees uh, the Heavenly Bodies picking up the Duke with some chicanery, a handful of tights, uh, and some feet on the rope, uh, sneaking one away from the guns. Um, next up, it is the young team of uh, Chaz Wellington and Glenn Ruth uh, in a two-on-one handicap match against the Supreme Fighting Machine, Kama. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it goes exactly the way you would expect. It is a showcase for Kama. Uh, literally ragdolls. Uh, both of these guys bangs their heads together a couple of times, um, and Kama picks up the, the victory. In uh, roughly four minutes. You son of a bitch. You'll find out why I said that when I get to my car. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> next up is for the WWF Women's Championship as uh, Alundra Blaze defends against Bull Nakano. Um, just what you would, what you remember as a kid. Uh, watching these two absolutely just beat the dog out of each other in 1995. Hair mares and, and the whole nine. Um, Alundra Blaze wins with the uh, bridging German suplex um, in about 10 minutes. Um, Matt, uh, after that match, uh, coming out to uh, cut a promo... With uh, Uncle Zebekiah is Jacob and Eli Blue. Um, of course, some fans are uh, more receptive to the Blue Brothers um, with Uncle Zeb. But uh, in traditional fashion, they're trying to talk down uh, the fans in attendance which leads to uh, the hero of the day, uh, Big Daddy Cool Diesel, makes his way out, uh, interrupting the Blue Brothers, uh, letting them know, nah, 
isn't it, isn't time for you guys? Not the place. You're in the wrong place, wrong time. Uh, we're just uh, move along. Uh, the Blue Brothers obviously want to pick a fight. Diesel lets him know. I, I you know I checked my dance card. My dance card's a little empty tonight. Uh, I got no problem taking you squares on. And uh, I was like, well, you got to find a partner. Diesel was like, I know just the guy. And out walks uh, the Pearl River powerhouse Ahmed Johnson. Uh, impromptu matchup, Diesel and Ahmed Johnson taking on Jacob and Eli Blue. And they stomp Jacob and Eli Blue out like they owe him money. Owe him both money. Uh, a synchronized jackknife Pearl River plunge on both the Blue Brothers. And hopefully uh, they're never heard from again. Uh, they beat them in like 90 seconds. <laughs> Bad place supreme. Uh, so that leads us into what would be intermission. But right before uh, coming out is with the roadie, Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett uh, in Memphis goes on and being braggadocious and talking about how he's the world's greatest singer, world's greatest entertainer, world's greatest wrestler. And uh, since he's already the, the king of Nashville, he'd love to skip a town over and become the, the king of Memphis, to which he stops in front of Jerry Lawler at commentary, which immediately gets Lawler to uh, stand up out of his seat. Uh, Jarrett reaches across the uh, commentary table and slaps Lawler in the face, which raises the ire of the king. Lawler grabs the mic and goes, all right, you punk. If it's a fight you want, if you want to be the king, to be the king, you got to beat the king. I'll see you in the main event. So we go to intermission, having uh, set up the, the main event of the evening. Um, coming back from intermission, we've got uh, Isaac Yankum DDS taking on Marty Janetti. Uh Quick matchup showing dominance for Isaac Yankum. Uh, beats him in about five minutes. And uh, in the semi-main event, Owen Hart and Yokozuna are defending the WWF Tag Team Championships. They come out to uh, the ring. Uh, Jim Cornette, of course, at ringside applauding, but obviously not in the corner of uh, his steads. And... Uh, the uh, Stars and Stripes Forever begins to play. Oh, and man. comes the team of Lex oh, Luger my God. and Sting. Fuck. <laughs> Owen and Yoko are completely losing their mind. Not, Of course, Yoko and Luger oh have uh, the, the Sting history. Sting and Owen. God damn. <laughs> so uh, Sting and Luger come in, and this is... Hot, hot, white, hot, um, back and forth, uh, Luger and Sting, uh, of course, Sting getting the, uh, face in peril, getting worked over by Yokozuna, uh, eventually makes a tag to Luger. Luger comes in, house of fire, house of fire, and, uh, oh, just as he gets the, uh, gets the ball rolling, 
He's got Yoko one-on-one. Sting's got Owen uh, off to the side. They're fighting around ringside. And Luger hits Yoko with the ace of the place forearm. Mm-hmm. Knocks Yoko out. Yoko rolls out to the ringside. And uh, unfortunately, Luger knocks out Yoko again. Oh, no. And Owen and Yokozuna retain the WWF Tag Team Championships by countout. Oh, man. That's better than anything on my card. <laughs> like, <laughs> shit. Uh, which leads to the main event uh, with the roadie Jeff Jarrett taking on Jerry the King Lawler uh, in, the mid- in the Mid-South Coliseum. Uh, just think of every great Lawler classic from Memphis with all the rivals. Of course, the strap came down. Of course, there was some brawling on the outside. And uh, the finish comes. Uh, there's a double clothesline. Everybody's down. Uh, the ref gets distracted by uh, the roadie as the roadie has slipped off his cowboy boot to slide it into uh, Jeff Jarrett. And um, as the ref's distracted, uh, Jarrett finds his way up, Lawler's up, and as Jarrett goes to swing the boot, Lawler throws the fireball. Oh! Pops Jarrett in the face. Jarrett's blinded, kicked to the gut, pile driver, one, two, three. And Jerry the King Lawler retains as the King of Memphis, and uh, the crowd go banana. Goddamn, that was great. Nice, well done. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> God, I didn't know we were booking all the spots in the matches. I needed more than more time. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, that's that's it's however you plan to do it, really. All right, we're going to reconvene tomorrow. Let's, uh, <laughs> I'll have theme music ready and everything. <laughs> oh, what? You don't have, you don't have six spots on your card where the lights go out. <laughs> Come on, spoilers, dude. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, cut, cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> what do you got, Adam? All right. So, uh, my show, obviously 1995 WWF. It is the Raw after WrestleMania, and it is taking place at the Philadelphia Spectrum. Now, on commentary, we have Vince McMahon and Gorilla Monsoon. They open up the show. Vince McMahon grabs the mic and is talking to, like, the, the crowd. The crowd is booing the shit out of them. Obviously, they are not fans of, like, the 1995 WWF television. Uh, he welcomes everybody. He's getting booed. There's ECW chance. He basically sends it down to the first match, and we have opening the night. A hot opener that is sure to win over this crowd. Henry Godwin versus Doink the Clown. This match is exactly what you would expect from this match. Uh, Henry Godwin keeps teasing the bucket full of slop. The crowd is just shitting all over it. When all of a sudden, the crowd starts popping and they see everybody's looking back. Coming down through the crowd is Raven followed by Stevie Richards and Beulah. And they take a seat in the front row of of this uh, crowd. Uh, the match goes on for a little bit longer. Uh, Raven gets sick of it, jumps the railing, goes into the, uh, the ring, takes out Doink. 
Match obviously ends in a DQ. Raven does his Raven pose to Henry Godwin and then slinks out of the ring, and that's the end of the match. So Raven has invaded 1995 Monday Night Raw. The next match is returning, making his return to the ring after a very long absence, Mr. Perfect versus Goldust. This is what we call a work rate match. Uh, basically, these two, exactly what you would expect from these guys, the, the complete opposite of the opening match. This match goes back and forth for about 12 minutes. Um, it is a great back and forth match. Uh, Mr. Perfect does win in his return to the ring. Uh, afterwards, Goldust is completely pissed off, looks over to Raven. Raven kind of gives him the nod. Goldust gives him the nod back. Uh, next up, we have... What the hell is going on there? I That's know. some bullshit right there. What the fuck? Next up, we have coming out to the ring to a ginormous pop, Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, the pro ECW crowd is definitely appreciative of what he's done in the past. Bam Bam Bigelow says that he wants to set his sights on the tag team titles, which unfortunately are not being defended on this card. Uh, he needs a partner from the back, but he wants somebody who can keep up with him physically. So out comes Mabel. So we have a tag team of Mabel and Bam Bam Bigelow, and they say that in order to basically prove that they are the future tag team champions, they want to have a tables match, and they'll take on anybody that's in the back. And coming out, ready for the big time, the Hardy Boys. We have the Hardy Boys versus Bam Bam Bigelow and Mabel in front of an ECW crowd, and this thing is a plunder match. They're fighting in the crowd. It wasn't supposed to be a ladder match, but that doesn't stop them from bringing out a giant 20-foot ladder. Uh, Hardy Boys car crashing all over the place. However, Bam Bam Bigelow and Mabel get the win. Hardy Boys, though, looking good in the loss. All right, next up, we have Sunny comes out. She's dressed like a cowgirl. She's upset that her tag team, the Smoking Guns, are no longer on this roster. Uh, she basically cuts a promo that she is willing to lend her services to whoever deems themselves worthy. So coming out to accept the challenge, we have Triple H comes out first, saying that he'd love to have Sonny in his corner. And then all of a sudden, the crowd hears the music. They know this music. It's the Fuji's theme song of Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon, Scott Hall versus Triple H. Winner gets Sonny's managerial services. Uh, this is. I don't think the score was out in 1995. <laughs> Listen, wibbly wobbly timey wimey. It's okay. <laughs> he could come out from Nappy Heads. That that was like the first Fuji single. But I do not think the score came out. I, I have to look this up. <laughs> the score is my favorite album of the 90s. I can't just let this go. <laughs> So we have Razor Ramon versus Triple H. Uh, this is basically like a street fight. Again, they're pandering to the ECW crowd. The crowd is really starting to turn around after the opening of this show. Uh, after a hard battle, Razor Ramon is victorious, and we have Razor Ramon celebrating with Sonny. <clears throat> All right, next up is our advertised main events. The Intercontinental Champion Shawn Michaels comes out first, the crowd boos the shit out of Shawn Michaels. For some reason, the ECW Philadelphia crowd does not like Shawn Michaels. His opponents, the ringmaster, Steve Austin. Steve Austin comes out, grabs the mic, and says, you know what? For one night only, I'm superstar Steve Austin, and I'm taking you for that Intercontinental title. When all of a sudden, a third competitor comes out, 
making it a three-way dance, Dean Douglas. So we have Shawn Michaels defending against Steve Austin versus Dean Douglas. Once again, this is like an all-over-the-crowd plunder match, just fighting, brawling. Uh, and you know what? Shawn Michaels does get the win, keeping that heel heat. Crowd is booing, giving Steve Austin or Dean Douglas standing ovation when all of a sudden the lights go out. <laughs> when the lights come back on, Shawn Michaels is taken out. The ringmaster is taken out. Dean Douglas is taken out. Raven is in the ring with Stevie Richards and Beulah and his new flock of gold dust. And Henry Godwin. But Goldust and Godwin are not dressed like they traditionally would be. They're wearing t-shirts and jeans with their knee pads on the outside of the jeans. They all stand over a bloodied Shawn Michaels, Steve Austin, and, and Dean Douglas. What will happen? They all do the Raven pose as we go off the air. That is it. <laughs> what a missed opportunity to crucify Shawn Michaels, by the way. <laughs> also... Also, also, the score was recorded June to November in 1995. <laughs> well, you know what? They had the demo. That's what it was. <laughs> they had the working demo. They were shopping around. It was a rough cut. <laughs> it was It was Scott Hall saying, ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Acapella. It, it was the one. The theme. <laughs> It is the one he bought on South Street. He was told that it is the it, 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 it's the it's the uh, the new album, but it's not. Uh, it's like, literally not. It's like that so, episode of Family Guy where they uh, travel in time, and uh, they're at the prom, and Rick Astley's brother hears. Uh, <laughs> You know that generic song you've been looking for your whole life? Listen to this. <laughs> I knew what that reference was, never seeing it three steps ahead involving the <laughs> God. So if Shawn Michaels were to be crucified, uh-huh. would Kurt Angle be backstage demanding to not be on TV with this? <laughs> the real or, question is if Shawn Michaels was crucified would he be paying for the sins of Montreal before it happened <laughs> questions oh. we'll never know as we go to a random raw in like July of 1995 <laughs> coming to you from the Stabler Arena on the campus of Lehigh University in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania you are welcome to the show by the commentary team of Jim Ross and Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund, of course, excited to be on such a prestigious college campus like Lehigh University, is sure to um, state his um, overstate his knowledge the entire evening. Not even overstate, because I understand he's actually a very intelligent guy. Where is show- Lehigh University, by the way? Is it in um, Bethlehem? It is. It's like on the edge of Bethlehem, almost in Hellertown. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So the show opens with Skip by himself making his way to the ring. And normally Skip is very outspoken. Uh, he has Sonny with him. None of the above tonight. Uh, Skip is very serious in his demeanor because he knows he has a tough task ahead of him. In the excellence of execution, Brett the Hitman Hart. Oh, fuck. So... Skip isn't wrestling like Skip here. He's wrestling like Chris Candido. 
and we get Brett against Candido for 12 minutes, and it's exactly what you'd expect it to be. Brett goes over with the sharpshooter after a very hard-fought match. Um, Candido begrudgingly gives up, but Brett extends the hand and shakes Candido's hand for a job well done during the matchup. We go to match number two, and this is why I said that Tim was a son of a bitch, because I also have a handicap match. <laughs> um, already in the ring is Techno Team 2000, Troy and Travis. <laughs> when the Million Dollar Man's theme hits, and here comes King Kong Bundy. And it's going to be Bundy against Techno Team 2000 two-on-one, and it lasts literally 90 seconds. You were going to have Sid in that spot? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was my number one overall. <laughs> was going to be the 90 second squad. <laughs> well, Psycho Sid was fairly new in being reestablished in 1995, so I thought it made sense. I mean, Bundy, to be fair, to be fair, Sid was going to squash the headbangers. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> I I really <laughs> it is way too crucial to member of my card now. So Bundy wins, gets the five count on both members of Techno Team 2000. <laughs> we go to commercial, we come back, and Avatar is already in the ring. Um, lights go out, and here comes the Undertaker with Paul Bearer for our third match but The Undertaker never makes it to the ring. Because somehow, completely undetected, and don't ask me how because I can't tell you, King Kong Bundy has managed to still be at ringside. (laughs) (laughs) And does the sneak attack to The Undertaker on the way out. Million Dollar Man steals the urn. Oh no. So now, King Kong Bundy and Ted DiBiase have the urn. They have the power of the urn. And Avatar is spared for the evening. Match number four is a tag team contest between the Head Shrinkers and the team of Rad Radford and Man Mountain Rock. This is a fairly um, even match. Goes back and forth for about eight minutes when the Head Shrinkers go over uh, Fatu hits the splash off the top on Rad Radford for the win. Match number five, we see the Portuguese man of war, Aldo Montoya, um, there to um, put over Waylon Mercy, as Waylon Mercy is beginning to be established in the World Wrestling Federation. This lasts about four minutes, and uh, Montoya puts up a little bit of a fight, but not too much, as Waylon Mercy wins the match. This brings us to our main event. Uh, in recent weeks, Hakushi has been having an open challenge uh, where he feels that he's one of the best wrestlers in the world and he will prove it to anybody. And this night, his open challenge is answered by the ECW television champion, Eddie Guerrero. All right, all right. Eddie Guerrero and Hakushi is everything that you expect it to be. It is very back and forth, very high, very high pace or uh, fast paced. Eventually, Eddie sneaks out the win 
with a backslide. Oh, wow. And because Hakushi has goaded him into it, and he retains the ECW television title, Hakushi loses and is discouraged, but will continue his open challenge next week as we go off the air. Well, I mean, he couldn't prepare as a guy from a different company, and he didn't anticipate. You know, he's thinking he's going to get in there with uh, with uh, Sir Mo. <laughs> End scene. All right. So here's here's the the final final card of the night from uh, Fernwood in Bushkill, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. uh, in front of a special guest, uh, the ten year old Chris Decker sitting in the front row. Um, we 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 have a taping of Action Zone, and uh, we're going to start off here in Bushkill with our, with our opening contest. Of Timothy Well and Stephen Dunn taking on the team of Luke and Bush, the Luke and Butch, the Bushwhackers. <laughs> now Luke and the band Bush. Um, Luke and Bush, the Bush. Luke and Gavin Rosdale. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin, Gavin Rosdale, hot off of his appearance, uh, being the badass playing the guitar in the rain. In the rain. <laughs> also, I don't think it happened in 1995. I think that was 96. Do 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 do. Sorry. Um, all right. So well done. And Bushwhackers are um, are squaring off, and this is uh, your prototypical uh, early '90s uh, babyface tag team versus a uh, heel tag team dynamic with a lot of uh, a lot of chin locks by Well Done, a lot of uh, hot tags and battering rams uh, with from the Bushwhackers. But this is uh, TV taping, so this goes about six minutes. <laughs> Well done, get the uh, win from the Bushwhackers when Timothy Well rolls up Butch and puts his feet on the ropes. And well done, uh, get, get, gets an, a W in their, uh, in their column there. So, coming back from, coming back from commercial break, we have already in the ring, uh, Rick Martell, who I believe at this point is just, uh, he's like in, um, uh, he's, uh, what do they call that? Uh, he's like, uh, an, like an elder statesman at this point. He's like, uh, you know, a legacy guy. Like he's not a, he's not a top guy. He's just a guy. And out walks Mantar and Mantar comes to the ring and he's all Mantar and he's lobbering around <laughs> and shit. He's, he's all Mantar. He's all Mantar and he gets in and he goes, and shit. Um, but Rick Martell's like, I've had enough of this bullshit. And he Pearl Harbors him, gets him into a corner, and he punches him in the face three times, and Mantar falls down, and Rick Bartell goes and grabs the big legs of Mantar, but he can't get him over for the Boston Crab. And he's like, oh, I'm going to have to do some 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 work here to Mantar. So he uh, goes up to the top and uh, hits a guillotine leg drop on Mantar <laughs> for the three. <laughs> Wow. This was I didn't know where I was going here, guys. Fuck. I just realized like oh he can't put him in the Boston crab. He's got legs like tree trunks. Alright. So um that went about nine minutes, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it went through two commercials. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, um, I guess we're in the middle of the, middle of the taping here. This is right before, um, it's right before the intermission. We have ourselves a good old, old fashioned gauntlet match. Starting off the gauntlet match, it's Barry Horowitz and Adam Bomb. And, um, I kind of forget what Adam Bomb's finish was, so I always assumed it was the power bomb. So it's like the super power Adam Bomb. Um, and that's what he beats Barry Horowitz with. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that is. <laughs> Barry Horowitz all bummed out because he tried his, like, what, what did he beat Skip with an O'Connor roll? Or like a three-quarter Nelson roll? Yes. Something like that. Uh, so he, that's what he went for immediately, and he was immediately kicked in the head. Um, <laughs> By Adam Bob. <laughs> <laughs> By Adam Bob. There was a small boom as soon as he did it. Wasn't he from Three Mile Island? So he was a local guy. <laughs> yeah. The locals were like, you know what? Fucking, I'm, uh, isn't Harrisburg in Dauphin County? <laughs> it is, yeah. Uh, it, oh, I knew it. All his, uh, all his locals came down. They're like, oh, there's our guy, Adam. All we right, actually had so. to sell tickets to get him. <laughs> <laughs> now get on, kid. Uh, so then the dumpster comes out, and you hear the, the backup noise from, from Dookie. And... um uh, I don't know much about Duke Drossy other than he looked like he smelled bad, um, which is highlighted on commentary by IRS. And the uh, IRS discussed how um, uh, the dumpster probably filled out his uh, W-2s incorrectly. He's collecting more than he, than he needs. Doc Hendricks tries to make a joke about the stimulus, but then IRS says that comes 25 years later. Uh, <laughs> Adam Bomb hits the super... Power atom bomb, <laughs> and then finally he takes out the end. Savio Vega, and uh, Savio comes in House of Fire, and um, d- does his impression of that uh, that uh, Puerto Rican strap match that he had against Steve Austin that was good with Adam Bomb. Uh, hit hits the uh, the spinning wheel kick for the for the 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 win. Adam Bob is furious that he had to lose in front of all of his peers and his lo- and locals. So, uh, but Savio goes over and, uh, that's, uh, that's intermission. That went 12 minutes. Wait, so did you just say that Savio Vega does his impression of the strat match that did not happen <laughs> until the following year? Oh, fuck. You're right. I'm all talking about like the Fugees and I'm like already discussing no. a match he's about these guys. I mean, Adam Adam said that the ECW crowd recognized Bam Bam, and Bam Bam hadn't been there yet. <laughs> no, they just respect him for his, like, hard-hitting, the ECW style, I think. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. gotcha. That's bullshit, because Henry Godwin was a hell of a worker. Like, come on now. Like, I remember being a little kid, and I swear to God I used to do this. Uh, I remember being a little kid, and then I would go, Suey! I was a big Godwin's fan. <laughs> I'd go, when I'd come up to my friend's house. And none of them were wrestling fans, so they had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> calling the hogs, man. I was like, I'm calling the hogs! And they're like, shut up, geek. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we come back from intermission. I've, I've gotten my popcorn and my hot dog from, uh, the, the stand. I'm wearing my, um, I don't know, a shirt that I got at the merch stand. <laughs> Who here would have merch? 
Sid. Sid had, Sid had merch. I was wearing my <laughs> Sid shirt. It says like psycho down the side. Um, <laughs> and, and, uh, so we have come back, uh, the, the big match of, uh, the British Bulldog taking on Jean-Pierre Lafitte to, uh, foreigners as, uh, IRS, uh, points out and Doc Hendricks goes on a rant about how we shouldn't be, uh, discussing, uh, politics on a wrestling show. And then IRS gets a chuckle and thinks about politics on a wrestling show. Why is this cat freaking out? My cat's freaking out, sorry. Uh, anyway, this match is a fucking barn burner. Wait, and it's in, and it's in Fernwood, so it's probably a barn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that place was like a glorified warehouse. Um, oh, it, it definitely was. Yeah. So Bulldog and PCO are going fucking balls out crazy. And British Bulldogs pokes him in the only eye he has. Um, which, which blinds him legitimately for 25 seconds. And that's enough to, uh, Bulldog's baby face, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's enough time for British Bulldog to lift him up with his big, his big ass traps or whatever he used to pick somebody up for the running power slam and gives him the power slam. British Bulldog goes over, everybody goes happy. They play, uh, over Tanya and everybody pretends like they're British. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what, what, like you do in Bushkill. <laughs> yeah, they're all like, you know what? Let's, I don't know. <laughs> I was going to like make a terrible 90s, like, we'll spot a tea thing, but nobody ever thinks that. <laughs> all right, all right. We're in the semi-main, and it's, um, this is the action zone, so this is probably like 1235. In the in the afternoon, is when this goes on. Um, is the one two three kid and Bob Holly taking on the, the million dollar corporation team of the American Turncoat Tatanka and Nikola Volkov? And um, this is sadly another one of these matches where they just humiliate Nikolai and um <laughs> that that the poor guy. They, you know, imagine being you know a, a hero for the USSR during the eighties, and then they the you know, the Soviet Union collapses and Volkov is forced to take these, these roles with, uh, with this, uh, Ted DiBiase, this millionaire bureaucrat, uh, 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 businessman. And, uh, who you, you know, don't have, by the way, because I drafted him. No, I'm just talking ideology, ide- ideologically. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah, no, no, no. He's not there. IRS is there. Uh, he's injured. That's why he's on commentary, and he's berating Volkov every time one to three kid and Bob Holly gets uh, gets ahead. Is he so, sweating profusely? Yeah, yeah, yeah. IRS even on commentary is just sweating. Buckets. <laughs> uh, so Tatanka is uh, having his way because basically it's like a two on one match, and they're just berating Volkov, and he's just sobbing on the the, the canvas or the, in the corner. Um, he's like Lana. And, um, so one, two, three kid goes for the moonsault. Um, but, uh, Nikolai catches him, gives him, uh, catches him midair, gives him a, uh, uh, a body slam and does the, does the flip. And one, two, three, he beats the one, two, three kid. And IRS and Tatanka are irate that this, that this fucking guy had the temerity to get a win for their team. And, uh, one, two, three, can Bob Holly go, go backstage and IRS gets, comes to the, um, comes, uh, out there and 
they're berating Volkov and they start throwing pennies at him because that's all he is. <laughs> they, 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 he goes to the back and they're just throwing these pieces of copper at him as Volkov cries after he got the win for his team. Was he a felon? It's, it's called an angle, Matt. It's going to lead somewhere. <laughs> so in our main event, we got straight from Smoky Mountain Wrestling in a uh, in a one time a one time uh, only deal. Here we got Psycho Sid taking on the Gangsta New Jack. <laughs> what? Yeah, Sid. You know, oh, uh, usually, you know, he's, he's thinking that it's going to be a regular match, but he's never taken on the gangster New Jack before. And New Jack is all New Jack tonight, calling him like a fucking guy. He's like, <laughs> like you know how New Jack was back in the day, you know, hold it down, you know. All right. Um, and so this match. This is the last match of the uh, of the taping, and uh, it ends in a disqualification after New Jack stabs him with a fucking uh, uh, I don't know a screwdriver underneath the ring, and Sid's like, "What the hell?" And Sid grabs his squeegee, and he's trying to do it. New Jack's like, "Fuck you!" and kicks him in the face. And it's it's uh, it's pandemonium, and all the refs come out, and they're like, "New Jack, you're banned from WWF." New Jack's like, "Fuck you!" and that's the end of the show. And uh, that was the lost episode of Action Zone, everybody. <laughs> So, so wait, he wanted to use Sid as a really strong big guy in a two-on-one, and you wanted to stab him with a screwdriver? Uh, at some point, he was going to take on the first bulldog, but when I realized New Jack, I was like, nah. <laughs> it was originally going to be New Jack versus Adam Bomb, Barry Horowitz, Duke Jump Drossi, and Savio Vega, but... <laughs> So that's the route you went. Yeah, I gotta keep New Jack strong. He's gonna fucking kick my ass. So just just to recap, Sid was so instrumental to your show. He's over first overall pick. Well, to the listeners of the A Show, if you feel that that is the best card, the lost episode of Action Zone. Please go to our Twitter at the A Show on CKCC. Oh boy! Oh, well, you got Andy Peck's vote for sure. Uh, yeah, fuck yeah! All right, here we go, baby. Woo! Uh, probably Coach Cal as well, but not John Ibach because he hates New Jack. Well, I hate John Ibach. That's not true, but it's true. But it's not true. <laughs> I'm, I'm still in disbelief. <laughs> what? That that is what you didn't keep Sid for. Bruh, like, you guys took Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. I was fourth on the list. I gotta swing for the fences. <laughs> like, this isn't quite Ricky Steamboat retiring at West. Don't you dare belittle that fucking his retirement match. He got the that Medal was, of Freedom that That day. was so good, by the way. <laughs> or, or Great Balls of Maven. You fucking wait till we do 2002. Fucking WrestleMania and a half is gonna fucking be <laughs> Great Balls of Maven two, that would be. Great Balls of Maven two happens in two thousand three, Matt. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not as up on my Great Balls of Maven timeline. <laughs> At some point it, yeah, there's gonna be a canon. 
Wait till 2004 where he has this fucking contest against Larry Bird. If he plays horse with him. Oh, man. So, you can go to our Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) At the HL and CKCC, you can vote for Tim's card uh, with Owen and Yoko against Sting and Lex Luger. You can vote for the WWF flock uh, (laughs) of Adam Van. You can vote for Eddie Guerrero against Takushi. And Ted DiBiase stealing the urn from The Undertaker from my random Monday Night Raw at Stable Arena. Or you can vote for the lowest, the lost episode of Action Zone where Sid gets stabbed by New Jack. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Two weeks from now on the A Show is a reunion of a professional wrestling stable that changed the face of wrestling in Allentown. And that would be Camp Evers. I cannot wait. So joining us here will be the former coach Leroy Skull, uh, Irish Kev of the Hooligans of Hops podcast and of many other endeavors. And AJ Evers uh, will be here doing 1998 ECW, where Bam Bam actually has now earned the respect of the ECW crowd (laughs) because he's actually working there. <laughs> Will um, the sins of the Montreal screw job uh be a uh, recurring theme? Did Shawn Michaels get crucified? Only time will tell. <laughs> Could be on the wild card. Um did Kurt Angle say he'd call his attorney? Find out in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Did Tyler Fullington say that his daddy was a drunk? Uh, <laughs> in Chris Decker's favorite ECW angle ever. My oh, dad is raving now. <laughs> it, hey, you know your dad was the reason why your parents split up? I know. <laughs> My favorite part of the whole thing is when uh, when Tyler first like does the raven pose, and he like half-heartedly does it. He kind of just like... Flops up his and arms down. out. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. What yeah, if I'm... we crucify Tyler Fullington? Oh, oh my God. What I'm getting from this is that everybody loves Raven, so any show that's, like, very Raven-heavy should automatically win. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, also, next week, I'm by the numbers, disregarding Adam's begging for votes. Uh, <laughs> Um, the Impeccables, Keita Murray and Kit Rap will be joining me to go over my matches with them from the book. Very so cool. I plugged some things. Uh, Adam went first on the intro, so we'll let Tim plug things first. Shortly. Well, uh, again, I uh, do two podcasts on uh, uh, that we've mentioned, uh, Final Wrestling Place and uh, Viewer's Choice. Uh, Viewer's Choice, Mondays at Midnight. Uh, on SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts, um, viewers choice goes live the morning after every WWE, NXT or AEW pay-per-view. Um, I also am featured on a weekly wrestling roundup type show called three count Thursday. That's live on Facebook every Thursday. Um, so that, that's fun. Keeps me, uh, out of trouble and off the streets. Um, but of course, 
I'm always going to be uh, very proud to rep the soon-to-be-named network, uh, the Lamborghini of mm-hmm. podcast networks. Uh, shout out to my uh, the the best wingmen a guy could have in podcasts, uh, Marcus and Dewicki. Uh, those are without them, Final Wrestling Place and Viewers Choice wouldn't be up to what they are. Um, so. That is all. Thank you, boys, so much for this. This is so much fun. I can't wait for. I think the. I don't know what the window is via returning guests. So I'll just. I'll just wait patiently and listen every other week for the A show until uh, we get our call. <laughs> and and thank you for joining us, of course. And I will say on the latest viewers' choice, getting to hear you guys in real time experience the non explosion. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. man. Man, um, what a letdown, dude! Like, man. <sighs> they tried their best. <laughs> yes, a for effort uh, for Eddie and for and for Mox. We'll say at the very least. I would just and, like to point out real quick, by the way, if you go to Instagram and you go to Rob Cook forty four on Instagram, he has a picture up two hours ago of Sid choke slamming both Bubba Ray and uh, Devon Dudley. Um, so yeah, Sid, Sid would get stabbed. (laughs) All right. I guess it's my turn to give my plugs. Um, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I do a podcast with Joe Sposto called at odds with wrestling. Uh, it's also on the soon to be named network. We record usually on Thursday nights and, uh, drop an episode around Thursday night at midnight, you know, into Friday morning. And, uh, you know, we, we talk about, kind of a little, the weekend wrestling, you know, what we liked, what we didn't like. We also assign homework uh, that uh, we alternate. You know, Joe assigns something good. I assign something terrible. And, uh, you know, we like to keep kind of mix it up a little bit. Love hearing from people. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the man, Adam Van. Uh, Twitter, where I have bad wrestling takes. And Instagram, where I just show my toys and comics and stuff like that. And how dare you not mention the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the podcast that makes all of the podcasts just shiver in fear, Porch Talk. Uh, I don't like to brag. You know, I just don't want to come on here and just, like, mention, oh, yeah, I'm also on Porch Talk, you know. I but, mean, uh, but also, you are on Porch Talk. It's like... Hey, you know what? Porch Talk is probably going to be releasing a new episode this week. Uh, Todd and I... Shut Todd, your mouth! Todd from Longbox Heroes, you know, Joe's other show, uh, me and him are going to review the Snyder Cut of Justice League, which uh, neither one of us is looking forward to, but somebody has to do it, so we might as well be the ones to do it. That's some homework I can get behind. I will watch <laughs> it as well. Also, on the Soon to Be Named Network, um, and also thank you, Adam, for joining us tonight. Oh, absolutely. Uh, um, you can hear the Wednesday Night War podcast with Huge and Brett. You can hear Longbox Heroes, as mentioned, Porch Talk, and a whole host of other items. And then, there's, of course, there's our home network, the Club KTAB Creative Community, CKCC Radio. You can hear this show, of course, as well as my other show, By the Numbers. You can hear the Stupid Sexy Podcast, where each, um, actually, every few days now, they are reviewing every episode of The Simpsons in order. Yeah, I'm going to be on it. Um, I'm going to be on that and uh, the Nerd Table um, doing the Stupid Sexy Podcast, doing uh, Like Father, Like Clown, which is a such a great Simpsons episode. And uh, I'm going to be on the Nerd Table after 
uh, after the Snyder Cut of Justice League comes out, and we're doing the Batman Awards. Oh. Yeah. Like, uh, tackling such great uh, awards such as, what's the best Batman quip? What's the best bat quip? Uh, what does your ideal Gotham look like? Is it, uh, the weird future time limbo? Is it the Joel Schumacher? You know, is it the Seattle based, you know, rainy, uh, you know, or, uh, the, the real question of, is Bruce Wayne weird or just misunderstood? <laughs> is one of the questions, who was the best Batman and why is it Azrael? Uh, there is a best Cape Crusader and best Bruce Wayne. All right. Fair enough. You must differentiate between the two. Also on the network. (laughs) Also on the network, there's the Ranking Tracks podcast where they just did a Nickelback episode I'm seeing now. Um, There is the Board to Death binge cast. Uh, They finished up WandaVision and it looks like they are doing uh, My Hero Academia, which I don't know what that is. Uh, So. Uh, what do they call those? It's uh, an anime. Anime. Right. Yeah, it's a uh, it, it's a pretty popular anime that a lot of the kids are into. It's if you liked Dragon Ball Z, you would also like My Hero Academia. Okay. Uh, there's also Jay Bunny's Music Hub, where he is going through all sorts of old interviews and recent interviews he does with different musicians. And there is. I'm just going through the website now and naming things. Yeah. Um, real, real paranormal talk. Some of these are on, on a biweekly basis, like the A show. There's the race nerd podcast. And I think that covers everything that's on the motivational moves podcast. Um, right. there is also Hooligans of Hops, which we mentioned earlier with Irish Kev and Rick. There is, um, also, an honorable mention with Shane Hagedorn and Jeff Schwartz. You heard the commercial earlier. There are all the shows on the IWEP network. You heard their commercial earlier as well. Anthony and um, friend of the show, Andy Hedder, is on a lot of those podcasts as well. Um, in the past couple of days, Hedder has again created a Twitter. You can follow him at, at GetSomeHedder. I couldn't believe that when I saw it. I was like, please, please let this be Hedder and not something very vulgar. And it was Hedder. <laughs> um, and also the Not Another Sports Podcast with Jason and David they came out with their latest episode yesterday as they aired the day before us oh Adam Van just followed me thanks guy I'm gonna follow you back yay hooray um, as <laughs> as Adam mentioned the LVAC returns to the Mahoning drive-in Adam what are the dates on that Ah, oh, putting me on the spot. All right. I, I don't think it has been officially announced yet, but uh, Joe's been saying it on the podcast. It is May 22nd and 23rd. Right. And um, I have worked for them in the past. They are good people doing good things. Check them out. Um, I think that's really all the plugs. We handled them pretty efficiently. Now I just follow Tim. There we go. Everybody follow everybody. Friendship over <laughs> internet over pandemic. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> well, uh, this is what they assumed the, the pandemic pod- was going to be, by the way. They're like, oh, you get all your friends together on a thing. And it's like, yeah, this this totally beats, you know, in-person talking. <laughs> Let me tell I you something about a thing called Zoom. Have you heard of it? 
Uh, no more Zoom. Uh, this is the story of the Zoom. All one right. plug we forgot. What's that? This is a pretty important one. Oh, uh, Jerry's Wrestling TV. There we go. If you go to independentwrestling.tv and you use the code word draft, D-R-A-F-T, if you're a new user, you get your first five days for free. Um, we've actually had someone do that. Thank you, Jason Diagostino, from our last episode, the winner of the last episode, and another sports podcast, for using our promo code. Hooray! Um, on Twitter and Instagram, at the A Show on CKCC, also at CKCC Radio on Twitter for the full network. Oh, one more. Um, the Brain Wreck Show. Oh, this is new. With our friends Kevin Graham and Jason Axe. Oh, yeah, that's right. Graham show. Hell yeah. Plug the shit out of that. Both former 2CW heavyweight champions. And you can check them out at Brain Wreck Show on Twitter. Uh, Kevin's been playing Retromania. And I guess reviewing it. Um, from what I understand. Yeah, he's doing a game review of Retromania recently. And that's as of uh, Stone Cold Day when we're reporting when we're recording this. Yes, happy so, Stone Cold Day, everybody! <laughs> so check out the Brain Wreck Show. Kevin is my greatest rival in the history of professional wrestling. Sorry, Coach Cal. Um, mm-hmm. um, also, I was um, messaged today by the Boar, right? And he would like to come be on the show as well. <clears throat> So we're going to have the boar. We're, we're going to book the boar. And um, I tried to book the boar for four weeks from now, but he's doing something in Tampa. So, so mm-hmm. he's not going to be available. Oh, yeah. That's probably uh, a lot more important. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, so we're going to have the boar in the future. Tim Taylor, Adam Van, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Gentlemen, super fun tonight. Super yes, fun. Yes, sir. I had a blast. Loved it. Thank you, guys. Uh, make sure you go to a show on C- at the a show on CKCC. Vote for your favorite card. Uh, you can also vote um, at Final Place Pod. Is that correct? That's right. Um, for the uh, Mania Madness, uh, for the Good Place and Bad Place Hall of Famers, for celebrity involvement that does not involve Steve Allen for some reason, <laughs> saying that Jimmy Snooker wears his wife's underwear to wrestle in. I get no hits from Ukraine. Oh. <laughs> Tim, Tim's got nothing. <laughs> I really don't. Like, you know, you win some, you lose some. Hey, here's hoping he makes the card next year. Here's hoping. <laughs> and Jim, I don't get it. any of these references. <laughs> oh, it happened before Adam watched wrestling. That's why. Yeah. Oh. Well, I don't, this was 1990, so. It's right on the cusp. <laughs> Go watch WrestleMania 6. You will appreciate it. Wonderful. Even though it's not great. It does have Warrior and Hogan. Oh, so excuse you. <laughs> it's also like nine hours long, so maybe just watch a super cut of it. Excuse you. <laughs> what the Cliff shit no- is that? Cliff notes, Steve Allen is great. <laughs> anyway, uh, for Tim Taylor, not the tool man, for Adam Van, and of course for Chris Decker, my name is Matt Durland. And we keep joining us on the A Show. We will see you in two weeks.